Action Park Media. This is Flashbacks. I'm Jessica Hall. I'm Deanna Stacker. And it's that easy, Deanna. See? So at the beginning of the show, before we started, I was like, Deanna, go ahead and open the show. And she I said, said oh, she I can't. I can't. I don't even know what to do. Hello. Welcome to Flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> welcome in this whole <laughs> Okay, she sounds like she's having an orgasm over there. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Now I had to call you out. (laughs) All right, Deanna, go ahead and do the honor of introducing our guest today. I am so excited, Jessica. First off, for you to meet our friend Kendall, but it's like I'm bringing in Bachelor into your world. I am schooling Jessica the whole way in. I was like trying to tell her like, okay, well, this person was on this show, but then there's also this show and this person dated this person, but also then they have this. Did you guys all at one time date each other? Kind of. There's a lot of intermingling. I like to say that Bachelor Nation is very incestual. It's like a high school. It really is. You know? I feel that. it's They call it the Bachelor Nation for a reason, right? Everyone knows someone from the show. Like, everyone is connected somehow. Someone has dated this person, but then the other person dates that person. But that person was on, like, season five, and this person's now on season 13 or whatever. Like, because technically, Deanna, you met your husband through their franchise. I did. So, Kendall and I were just talking a bit earlier and so she has a very funny story but yes so Michael was on a different season than mine he was on Jillian Harris's season mm-hmm. Michael and I became friends Michael introduced me to Steven and that's how we got married now apparently Kendall knows Steven I do know Steven. hold on before we jump into this <laughs> uh, uh, Kendall is from what season everyone's always like what, what's the number of your season I'm like I'm always on Ari the race car driver yeah season. yes let's just give and the listeners a little paradise bit of uh, backstory oh so you did Bachelor in Paradise yeah I did Bachelor in Paradise okay. I was on Ari's season um, it's hard it to, to number his season, too, though, because Ari's been was, on the show about 15 times. He's been on, yeah, a couple seasons. But when yeah, he was bachelor. The Bachelor. Yes. That was, I don't know what season. I think it was 22. Maybe it was 22. Oh um, but I made it to, it's weird to say, like, third place. Like, you know, <laughs> I don't want to, I made it, it was one of the final three. Um, and then got broken up with. And then I went on Paradise, where I ended up um, dating for a while um, Grocery Store Joe. So that's kind so of So when I was explaining this spiel. to Jessica this morning, she was like, I'm sorry, Grocery Store Joe? And I was like, yeah, he was like this really he owned nice a grocery dude, store. Yeah. So I got his nickname. And he's really into produce. He knows tomatoes good. So <laughs> I love a good tomato. <laughs> Oh, I was going to yeah. go somewhere else with that. But uh, okay. okay, so just there's a little backstory. So you yeah. have been involved in the Bachelor franchise nation for mm-hmm. how many years, would you say? Has it been three years? It's been, oh, it's three years? That's it? Yeah. Okay. Maybe more than that. I, I mean, Deanna's a veteran over here. I'm telling you. I was like, <laughs> I am aged well. <laughs> Fine glass of wine. So we I love it. wine, too. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. Look at us. What? Yeah. Right. Let, let's just cover a little bit of being on The Bachelor. Yeah. Uh, there are so many people listening that love the show, follow the show. They're probably like jumping up and down right now listening to you. So give us a little inside scoop. I know you said third place, but yes. uh, what does that, what is that? The hometown day? What? How it's, far does a third place girl so it's go fantasy on the Bachelor? <laughs> so suites. hometowns, fantasy suites, and then I, I didn't meet his parents, and I didn't go to like the final two show. Down yeah, there. they did Ari season a little different too. The way the yeah. show would normally go, like four women go to hometown dates, and then there's the fantasy suites, which is three women, and then you mm-hmm. go down to two, and it's the final episodes and the last chance date. So you did yep. the hometown and fantasy suite. Yes. Okay, so the hometown is before the fantasy suite. Yes, it is. So how did the hometown go? It went pretty well. It's weird because 
you don't get it. You don't see your family for months and then you're not able to talk to them off camera. So um, when I was talking to them, I was like trying to act normal. Like, I haven't seen you in forever. Yeah. And they were also kind of awkward. So it was just like a weird, you know, but it was great to see them. I, I love seeing them. And they were more. Was there anything that stood out when they went to your hometown? Like what made you stand out besides? <laughs> it okay. stood out for oh, me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What? It stood out for me. Kendall has a love for taxidermy. I collect taxidermy. So I'm Isn't a, a so taxidermy funny? enthusiast. I don't know if it's yeah. funny. I, um, it is so funny because her <laughs> no, hometown date I have never was met so... Any, no, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> I have never met anyone that has a hobby of collecting. Do you do it yourself or you collect and where do you buy? I've done it a few times, but I collect secondhand taxidermy. I love taxidermy that has somewhat of a story to it. So um, I go to thrift stores, secondhand stores, and the last thing I got was this taxiderm goose from like Long Beach Flea Market. Um, so where do you put said goose? Said goose is on top of a little tiny cabinet right now. I don't have like a specific location. She needs to be fixed up a little bit. So I have some taxidermy friends. Can you give them names? Yeah. So her name's Lucy Goosey. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so weird. I mean, yeah, it, hold it, up. I'm not done. It's, uh, I have names <laughs> so for all many, my taxidermy. How many, I don't even want to call it pets, but how many? You can call them pets. I mean, I don't okay. know. I don't talk to them on a daily basis. Do you pet them? I touch them. I do touch them on the occasion. <laughs> Um, but hold not on. like how many? I, stop it! I need to know how many you have. Where do you put them, and how do you explain it to future dates? So I have, I have a lot more than Round ten, about. more than ten. Okay. You know, so yeah. So whenever someone comes to my place, it's kind of like a natural history museum, and I spot it all throughout where I live. So I'm like, oh, over here is you know Sheba, my sheep, and then this is uh, my badger named Beaver, and you know I have a Leonidas, the you know fetus pig. So like I, I do name all of them, and I introduce them to everybody. Like when they first come in um when i used to have a roommate she used to always sneak into my room not sneak into my room but go into my room with guests and be like look at all these weird things that my roommate collects. <laughs> she's my my best friend she's so great but uh but yeah it's definitely a that's a conversation thing. starter like oh, to break you know up uh, wait break the ice you i bring a guy i like for. taxidermy <laughs> what's your you name know what i didn't even yes. know what taxidermy was until my husband's from minnesota and uh, we bought a lake house there like five years ago. And I go into this bar mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of taxidermy. And I just, I really couldn't focus because I was just kind of staring <laughs> at it. staring the, at you. They were. And I was like, do you need help? <laughs> I just didn't know. Jessica's also the nicest person in the world and like loves animals. Like sometimes oh, when we golf, yeah. she is known to take out a goose or okay. two. Oh. Yeah, so, so, I bawled my eyes out when that happened. Yes. Really so sad. I love animals as well. I've never right. killed anything. Yeah. No, but in... in in Minnesota, I think it was the opposite. I think they obviously hunted it and then mm-hmm. stuffed, mm-hmm. stuffed it. I mean, I'm from Georgia. I am used to seeing like stuffed okay, deer heads not, on the I'm wall. I'm not from here. Okay, I know. No one has that. And if they do, it's, I it's fake. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and my vegan friends would like murder you. They well, are probably my yes. roommate. My old roommate was vegan, so that was really interesting. But I study like, zoology, botany, entomology. So I, I just love the science of animals and nature. Mm-hmm. And um, I see wow. taxidermy as more of a, uh, like a study tool, and it's the art of nature preserved in a way. Yeah. So yeah. I, I have great admiration. I name all of them. And I try to make it a point not to collect trophy mounts. Yeah. Only mounts that have been sustainably sourced. Oh, got it. Or secondhand, like mm-hmm. vintage pieces I absolutely love. So what would make yeah. something a vintage piece? So the oldest piece I have, it was actually on, when I was on um, Bachelor, it was in my intro. It was uh, um, a sea lion, which was gifted to me. And um, so you can tell it's old because the internal structure is, the skeleton's still intact and it's like stuffed with straw. Oh, wow. It's like very old. So like that's a very oh. like a vintage technique. 
So you can kind of get it dated. I think the goose that I have as well is also pretty vintage. So you were the first person I've ever met that is this knowledgeable about it. You have to be knowledgeable, yeah. But you also have so much care and love I could feel for these. Oh, completely, yeah. I mean, I have a a dog. This is why I'm asking (laughs) questions, though. I mean, there are many people that are probably me right now. Well, sure. And think about it. When you were on the show, I bet you a lot of people were like, oh, my gosh, it's so strange, right? Yeah. But was it something that you, like, loved from, like, a young age? Or, like, when you got older, you were kind of like, ah. No, I loved it for me. I mean, I used to always collect things when I was younger. My parents, my mom always tells a story of when I um, collected a dead snake and put it in a shoebox. And the neighbors needed a shoebox for a school project. And so they took said shoebox with the snake inside of it and opened it. And there was like maggots coming out. Like freaked out. Yeah, I, I've collected since a very young age. I've always collected little skulls and bones. I have mm-hmm. like jars that I've had for years of just little tiny squirrel skulls that I'd find near hawk dens or owl pellets. So yeah, and then I found out about taxidermy when I was in college. I was like, oh, you can actually like collect it yourself. I always thought it was something that was in the National History Museum or, you know, different museums. So I never knew that I could actually own taxidermy. And Is then, it an expensive hobby? Kind of. It depends. So, like if the, your goose. Yeah. What so, does oh, said goose go for? Oh, my goodness. So I got a, I got a steal on my goose. Super pumped about it. I was at the Long Beach Flea Market, and there's this guy. And you can tell he just wanted to get rid of the goose. He didn't want it. And originally, he said it was 100 bucks, But normally, a taxidermy goose goes for like 400 Oh, wow. So I knew this. Said knowledge. And I was like, I'm going to try to work him even down even more because I know he doesn't want this <laughs> goose. So uh, I ended up giving him like 45 bucks for it, which is a steal. A steal. I'm super excited about it. I don't know if anyone else would be, but I was like, I got this dead goose for 40 bucks. It's great. But yeah, so I so, think we should move on to home dates or uh, fantasy street now. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, can we uh, get past the dead animals? No, no, but, but I love that we covered this because when I first heard about it, it, it's something foreign to me, but mm-hmm, obviously yeah. it's out there. And I like to know that there's another aspect of it besides hunting and stuffing. And exactly. Yeah, so that's great. That you there ju- really I is, like, literally I just learned something that I never, and I like, I like learning, believe it or not. Um, okay, <laughs> moving on. So you made it to the fantasy suites. I did. So no taxidermy goose to the fantasy suite. So there's yeah. three that go to the fantasy suite. Yes, there's three. And did you feel ever, not knowing you're going to be let go, because after that you got let go. Yeah. Because you were third place. <laughs> third place. <laughs> Still sounds so <laughs> strange. She said it. I know. Oh. No. You know what but, is so funny? People who don't watch the show, they find the fantasy suite date aspect of the show so interesting. Like everybody wants to hone in on that and talk about that and everyone. Well, yeah. The question I had, though, is uh, did you ever feel like misled being that mm-hmm. going to uh the fantasy suite like everyone like you just said everyone has their own expectations what's going to happen what's not or what really goes on behind closed doors because mm-hmm. no one knows right except for the people there but did you know like okay i'm gonna get let go that night no like, did you not connect did you so did you feel like you well, do you stay the night together yes did you yeah. stay the night together you yeah, chose to did. do so i so, chose to i did not choose to forgo my I chose to forgo my individual room. Yeah, right? That's you the chose phrase. to yeah. stay oh. with the man. So you stay the night. Like yeah. back in my day, the producer took you to the room if you chose to oh, spend the night with them, and, and they you. just like lock the door and leave. Like there's yeah. no there's no like microphones in there. We search the room. Like they just kind of lock isn't you it in the room. Weird? It's so it, it is so weird because you're it's the first time you ever by yourself completely with the bachelor or the bachelorette, and um. It's kind of awkward. I was like, oh, there's like no chaperones. I don't have like, you know. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Yeah. Don't touch me. Don't and touch the first me. thing yeah. he said was like, do you want to finish eating the cake? And I was like, 
Yeah. So we just ate cake. The first thing we did was eat cake and drink champagne. And- I'm good at that. Yeah. See, it is funny, though, because Jessica and I have talked about this before on another episode. It is really interesting because back in my day, they take your cell phones as like the bachelor yeah. and bachelor. You don't have any means. But it was funny because they lock you in the room and they're not like, hey, here's my number if you need me. Heaven forbid you get raped. Oh, Call so me. Know what ha- yeah. Yeah. No, there was right. no, like someone left. Did and you they have like, your phone? No. No phone or anything. But did someone give you like contact information? I think they were in another room in the house, like down the hall or something. Oh, yeah. No, that didn't happen in yeah. my day. I think they were around. So that is that kind of awkward? Like, I mean, Super you, don't, you technically don't really know him. Yeah. And you're sitting yeah. there and I mean, I'd probably just drink and like... Do you get to leave first thing in the morning? Um, yeah. So okay. they, they, they leave you really <laughs> late at night. <laughs> yeah, Just right. like, I have to put makeup on? Before yeah, I go. yeah. They, well, they leave you really late at night and they wake you up really early. So there isn't really that much time per se. But I, I don't think I was as advanced in a relationship with him as the other girls were. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of just surprised to be there. Like I was like, why am I still here? But it was fun. I mean, I, I really did like Ari and I wasn't necessarily ready for an engagement at the end of it so mm. when you were saying was i blindsided yeah. I, I kind of wasn't i mean obviously you always you never th- you don't see the other relationships so you always think oh our relationship must be really strong but looking back at it i was like oh my relationship was like miles away from becca or lauren's so, so can i ask you a question because i know fantasy suites I, I don't need to know what happened in yours but i just wonder because i think from what i know of Arya is that he's a pretty like romantic kind of person <laughs> um, i think he's a sexual male that's what i think yeah i know have heard from his past what was he called the kissing bandit yeah right. he's kissed a lot of girls from the show oh, and i've seen him at a, i've seen kissing i know but i've seen him at a wedding or two. Oh, yeah what are yeah. you in when you call him the kissing bandit, is it literally just kissing or is he like getting it Apparently on with he's other... also like a really good kisser, people have said. Like yeah, they he find was a him to be a very passionate man. Like he's a passionate sexual man. Okay. And I, I think that he's dated a time or two. Is I think he, he's yeah. so the girl that he ended up with did, was on his season. Is he still with her? Yes. So oh, she's yeah. expecting twins. She's expecting so wow. twins. Yeah. And they, yeah but this was only three years ago. Um yeah. Oh, okay. That's so, good though. But That's good. it's not the girl still. that he chose. Oh, it's ultimately. not. Yeah. So so I'm sorry, back to the fantasy suite. Sitting in the room with a guy that you barely know, eating cake and champagne. Yeah. Did you feel like this was this romantic situation? Because being mm-hmm. the bachelorette, when I was in it, I felt awkward because it does feel awkward. So it's so interesting that you said they dropped you off late at night and picked you up early in the morning. Mm-hmm. I think that happened because they knew you were going home at final three. Yeah, potentially. Because with the two guys that I really wanted to take on, they let me stay. Like we went in early and they let us stay till like lunchtime. Like with one oh, of the dudes, great. they let us order room service. I was like, are they ever coming to get me? I mean, I stayed like half the day. See, we had the whole that. I yeah. feel like I could talk <laughs> to anybody. So I'd probably just... <laughs> I wouldn't, like, look at probably the romantic side of it, or unless I had feelings, but I just, I couldn't imagine that you guys had these connections with these guys with not really... I mean, I, I don't rem- like all the women. Like, everyone just... Uh, you have to remember, I Jessica, get competitive, you're... though. I would think I'm, like, competing now. I think everyone thinks... But neither thinks... if I like him, I'd be like, I'm gonna win this. Everyone thinks they're the number one person. Because do they do... really? Well, yeah, it's in your contract. You can't be like, hey, girl, you're going home next, but let's have a good time. Yeah. You can't do that no, i couldn't no, say you that you really truly think that you guys feel like oh don't, I, don't you say you, I'm you felt good. like he when you were me. together yeah. he really liked you yeah i never necessarily gosh i'm not good worry. at that. i'm not I, oh. I never had a sense of worrying that i was going to go home like during most of it because mm-hmm. i we had a really great we just had fun great connection yeah. i felt like i was the person that was the escape from all the really intense like marriage stuff because i never really talked about that or brought it up because yeah. 
It just wasn't in the front of my mind. I never had a one-on-one until it was Fantasy Suites oh, or Hometown. Oh, so Yeah, so I never had a one-on-one. So in my mind, I was thinking, I, I don't know, I wasn't taking it as seriously because I didn't have a one-on-one. I figured if he was going to propose to me, he would. And then it got real serious real fast, and it was too fast for me. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so I just feel like it kind of... Did you choose to leave or he sent you home? He sent me home. He did. Yeah. For some reason, I thought I remembered so, that you chose uh, to leave. Okay. No. So when he <laughs> sends you home, were you hurt? Or were you just oh, kind of like, okay, my time... Okay, yeah, so you I mean, did have... You, you get yeah. used to knowing this person. You get really close to them, regardless of whether you think you're going to get married or not. They're a close friend. Yeah. And I did feel like at the end of it, I wouldn't say yes to a proposal, but I, I would have dated him afterwards okay. and gotten to know him more. Okay. Um. So I think... Yeah. Kendall, exactly. would you agree? I tend to describe it like this for people who have never been on the show, on The Bachelor anyway. Jessica's done tons of shows. But for this in particular, you're in a bubble, Jessica, mm-hmm. meaning when you show up, they take your phone, they take your computer. Oh, you don't bat- have yeah. any of that. Even oh, yeah. n- not just not the fantasy suites, but the whole time. The entire time. Yeah, you completely. Oh, I, I gosh, liked I it. Would lo- oh, I would lose it. But you don't talk to your family. No. So your connection is only this one man that they're telling you to love. Yeah. You don't watch TV. You don't even get no. to listen to music. No. I like, brought a book and I was barely able to read it. Yeah. They will stop yeah. you from doing they want you to hone in on that one person they want you to be obsessed with this one person who is here they want yeah. him to be the most desirable they want everyone to fawn yeah. over him and all your conversations are about him and you know do you want to see him i'm excited you know so, so it's, it's kind, kind of, of like a um cult what's it called when they're <laughs> mental <laughs> screw up <laughs> what's it called the thing hypnotizing oh or? hypnotizing yeah yes yeah, yeah. yeah i mean like in waving. a way I, they know what they're doing it's worked for what 28 of course, seasons yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. all together but it is strange because when you do leave right looking back now you probably were not in love with ari yeah right but yeah. in that moment when you're sent home it's because you're in such like almost a mind mess up from having to be obsessed with this one person for six weeks it's almost like you have to process through the rejection really yeah. I mean well, rejection in any form is hard but like yeah it's very encouraged to envision your future and so you kind of go through like this could work you know you, you don't think of the doubts you think more so of like all the positives and how good it could be and so in my mind I was only thinking of ways it could work I wasn't thinking yeah. of ways where it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Understandable. So, okay. Yeah. And okay. then also you're in this bubble where you're like, you don't have to worry yeah. about food. You don't have to worry about drinks. You don't have to worry about paying your rent. Like, oh, I why not fall like, in love? Yeah, being in the mansion and being able to like get all the food you want. Like, cause I love cooking. We were talking earlier yeah. about cooking. I would like cook for everybody for like hours. And you could have anything you want. You'd be like, oh, I need truffles from like Spain. And someone oh, would go out and get you those things. Like you don't yeah. hurt for anything. All you have to do is fall in love. Yeah. That's all you got to do. I well, wish life was I, like I, that normally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome gotta, to the real world. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's We're back. the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> Whatever I wanted to eat, I got. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So three years ago, you did the show. How has your life changed since then? Complete 180. I would say um, I used to be a creative director. So I used to work behind the camera. So now it's just the opposite of that. And from I'm in front of the camera. And... I feel like I've had just had so much more time to do things that I've actually really wanted to do. I wrote a book. I was able to travel a lot. I Let's talk up- about the book. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you can't just say I wrote a book and keep going. Like, I just wrote a book. No big deal. Yeah, so, that's I'm, huge. I, I've seen it like on Instagram and I, I'm, I'm watching, but I was looking through the book and I love how you gave the extra space on each page to kind of almost journal ourselves. Or you were saying like friends yeah. or somebody, if you wanted them to write in here for you, with you. So yeah. so what what made you want to do this? Well, oh my gosh. I'm a collector in general, so I've always collected everything, like not only taxidermy. Um, <laughs> I, I would just carry notebooks with me 
Um, and I would collect questions and I would collect quotes and just doodles and everything. And so I, I had a original notebook that I brought to The Bachelor that just had a bunch of questions in it. So yeah, so I brought it on the show and um, one of the producers was like, you should talk to Ari about the questions. And so um, I circled some of my favorite ones. uh, And one of the ones was if you went to a tribe that's tradition was to eat human meat after someone had passed away, would you try human meat? Ugh. And that you was chose one. that. Well, I'm reading some very sweet, <laughs> inspiring. Yeah. There's like, a mix what, of them. What superpower would you give your children? And that's oh. the question you gave him. There's a couple of really what did surprising he say? ones in there. I know he what said was his answer. No, but then off camera, he's like, "I would totally try it." And I was like, "How dare you?" Because I said I would try it. And I was like, "You left me hanging." Yeah, like, the weirdo. So that's kind of how people got to know about like my collection of questions. And um, then for a while, people wanted me to publish it, and I, I didn't for a couple years. And um, during the pandemic, I was how hard was it for you to do this and to publish it? Like, what did that process look like for you? I did self-publishing because I wanted to keep as much of the royalties and everything as possible. And so it wasn't, I had a great team. I had a team in Canada that I used and um, I had already had all the questions. I had 400 questions. In this book, there's 100, I think 150. Yeah. So um, it was pretty much just narrowing down all the questions. And I've asked people them like over the years. So I knew which ones that were my favorite ones. And that provoked um, some really interesting answers. And um, I had an editor and it, yeah, it was a lot. It wasn't, it was hard easy. There was a lot of things that I had to learn, but um, I liked that I had already had it written for yeah. so long. No, I love it. I, I, I looked through some of the questions and I answered in my head already, like quickly. Like there wasn't a question that I had to be like, oh, let me think about it. We sometimes do at the dinner table. Uh, we're a hard no phones at the table kind of family. I like that. And I have another book where we do like, kind of what you're grateful for. And it's easy to do with the kids because my kids are still kind of young and Jessica's as well. But this would be really fun to do most of the questions anyway at the dinner table (laughs) with kids. But we also sometimes will do a question for the table and it can be something like, what are you grateful for? Or like even something as funny as like, when you grow up, what do you want to be? Or what do you want your superhero trick to be? So I love this concept even to do with the children. Yeah, it's fun because the reason why put the notebook aspect into it is because I felt you can answer the question at one point in your life and mm-hmm. then like maybe five years later or a couple years later you look back and you answer it again in a completely different way yeah so I, I like the idea of it's like a collection of your connection with other people and with yourself too you know I, I love my sister like writes all her answers down inside of it so yeah I it's it, been really fun you know it'd be fun is to write what you think now because I feel like you're always evolving always changing completely. that's and what Kendall see. was just saying like oh, it'd be were. really funny yeah. to answer some of the questions now and then say you answered five years from now and especially Mm -hmm. but no to like no like I would like to read this like in a like It'd be funny on. too to let your kids yeah. answer it now no. at their age, yeah. the age they are now. Not read mine. They change <laughs> so like when they much graduate or something, yeah. then they can like and then answer let them it answer again. it again. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. So I want to ask you: Do you methodically arrange your Instagram page with all the yellow because it's so <laughs> cohesive and beautiful? It's so I'm surprised that you say that because I always <laughs> feel like compared to everybody else's Instagram pages, mine's just like blah 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 blah. But yellow is my favorite color, so. I just own a lot of yellow stuff. My couch is yellow. Um, I have a lot of yellow clothing. Uh, maybe I'm just drawn to yellow. So, um, but yeah, it's. I'm glad that you say that though. It makes me feel better about. <laughs> it's uh, about looking. my page. It is. It's beautiful, and you look great in yellow. Oh but, my gosh! Right. So every time I go to our page, I'm like, oh my gosh, it looks so bright and fun. Maybe I should wear more yellow. But I wear so much black and gray. I'm like. Ugh. 
Oh, I used to only wear black when I was in college. I like, adapted like the Steve Jobs mentality of yeah. if you always wear black and you never have to think about, you know, what you wear. So I was literally a cartoon character and would wear the same like black dress, black tights, black boots. Oh, gosh, that's day. so funny. Yeah. yeah, this is like outside of my I put this on today. I was like, who am I? It's a, I love that color. color. It's like a seafoam green. OK, so, so flashbacks. <laughs> yes. Kendall well, has a great flashback. Oh, OK. Yes. I don't have to I ask. I do have a great flashback. She has a great oh, flashback. Be juicy. Well, it's, I don't know how juicy it is. I hope not. <laughs> But no, it's not. Juicy. It's a great one. <laughs> Why no. do you guys put it out there? Don't manifest. Just say it. Just say it. Whatever comes to your mind. Jessica, it's... you're going to laugh so hard when you realize it's not juicy. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, what's Kendall. considered juicy to you? It could well, be, so I mean, I went to school. I went to school in Valencia where Mr. St- Mr. Stag, he was my assistant teacher. My husband. My husband. Was he? Wait. Yeah. So How I went to Western. <laughs> I know. I was like, no way he was your son. No, I went no to, way. I'm 29. So oh, um, he, okay. was, he was the, he was like, the permanent sub that would come in whenever a teacher was gone. And I'm, I'm cracking up. And I waited to tell you this till we were <laughs> in here because my sister and I had such a crush on him. <laughs> I did not like a very young teacher. I mean, he was, since he was, only my age. He was really young. So yeah, my that's sister what and he I, wanted to do. So he ended up with this permanent yeah. sub position at oh. one of the high schools mm-hmm. up there. And that's where he started. But it's so funny because I thought, wait, how old are you? There's no way he was yeah, your sub. He was a very popular sub. He just had so much energy and he was just a great teacher and it started because my sister so I'm a twin as well so oh, we were thinking look at, yeah so we we're both like twins, twins gravitate and we knew us. that he was a twin so um and then also for Halloween one year he dressed up as Indiana Jones yes he did and he that still has was, that outfit and, and my sister Ooh, Deanna. we were obsessed <laughs> we were obsessed with Indiana Jones and so when that happened we're just like oh my gosh he's so hot so but in reality <laughs> Kendall he's funny. not that older than you no, no, probably, he's yeah. less than 10 years older. I mean, this I think Stephen is 37. I'm so 37, yeah. At that time, he was probably 24 when he was teaching. Oh my gosh. That's so funny yeah, looking back at it now and thinking, I can't believe he was 24. Because when you looking really back, you're like, oh, he's so old. You I, know, I was thinking I thought he was like old the was older 30. man, you know. Um, but he wasn't. Stephen was really young when he was a high school teacher over there. Oh, because a lot of the kids that funny. come over and babysit for us, they'll be like, oh my gosh, you were my history teacher, Mr. Stagg. Yes. No, so great. Yeah, I think he was my math substitute. To, he might have done That's history. Juicy. He was like in a bunch of <laughs> Oh yeah, it was it was hilarious. So wow. Um, and then when I found out you guys were married, I was like, I, I can't wait to tell her this story. I was like, there's gonna be someday so where I'm gonna be able to tell you. Oh but, my gosh, I love this. Yeah, what so a small hilarious. world. That yeah, is right? awesome. That's a great flashback. Yeah. That is. That's yeah. a, it's a good flashback because who would have? <laughs> this who world is a lot smaller than we think for sure. Yeah, and he was a great teacher. He yes. A Does great he still teacher. have that costume, Diana? He does still have it. Does he wear I remember it? the day he dressed up in that. I was like, you're going to wear that. Steven <laughs> is like, I don't care how much money he has. He doesn't spend money on things. And so yeah. he was like, I have to go to Goodwill and find something to dress up. Oh, I was yeah. like, why don't you just order something? He was like, no. I'm not going to do that. I must be original. Yeah. He yeah. had like a boomerang. He got it in Australia or something and he like put it in his little belt. I, I totally he remember. He had like the whip and everything. He, he like still has hat, it. Like, complete. It's a full on like he has whip. It was a full on outfit. Has it. Yeah, um, yeah. We're not into things like that, but he has it. <laughs> well, thank you, Deanna, for crushing uh, my my little. Jessica's <laughs> totally so hoping great. me over there that I'm, uh, that I'm really stepping out of my comfort zone. I can zone. see Steven liking that. I bet you he probably would. <laughs> well, a few episodes ago, we had on some swingers and it was a really fun episode, but that is so far outside of my comfort zone. So yeah. we share a lot how I am probably very boring, but I imagine Steven would find that pretty exciting. <laughs> oh, so, so I can't great. even know where to begin with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So sweating. Kendall, so are you so dating funny. now? Um, I am dating. Yes. Okay. So yeah, it's interesting to navigate dating post-show pandemic world. It's a weird combination because I became single right when the pandemic started. So Joe and I split. Pandemic started. 
I got a dog. So yeah, I mean, it's been, it's, I think I've been a lot more picky on who I actually meet up with in person. You yeah. Know? Proof of no sickness. Mm-hmm. It must be hard but to date during a pandemic. I, could you imagine? Or yeah. also the, the period of time, you know, you think of the last year, how either it could have been really good for some people or really hard for some people. And to think yeah. that you went through, I mean, they dated for like two years and she met yeah. Joe on Bachelor in Paradise. But mm-hmm. to, to grieve the loss of a relationship, I don't care where you are, you know, you still go through some things. But to do that in the middle of a pandemic, where we're all locked in our house by ourselves. Yeah, it was. Was it a tough year for you? It was it was very difficult because we were best friends. We literally hung out every single day. The reason why we broke up was not because we hated each other or because we didn't work. It was because we envisioned our futures in very different ways. And we actually got a dog together. And then when he left, I was like, thank goodness I have this, I have pistachio because he was such an amazing emotional support and so silly. And he needed a lot of work because he was a rescue from South Korea. So I needed to like put a lot of energy into that. So that kind of saved me. And then I wrote the book. And so I was just trying to keep myself really busy because it was hard. Obviously breakups are hard. And then in a pandemic where you can't see anybody. Yeah, that was especially hard. So, so how do you meet somebody now? What is dating uh, like? We've had tons of stories here. It's actually quite Is comical. it just like you do it on an app? Uh, most, most. Yeah. I did try. So I was, I tried dating on apps for a bit. I'm not in any dating apps now. It was just but kind is, of. Is it hard though? Because you have to put your face out there and if people recognize you, it's kind yeah. of. Yeah. Because right? I, I mean, I have some friends up. that are, you know, really in the public eye mm-hmm. and they want to do these apps, but they go, it's kind of not fair. It is because then you feel like someone can do so much research about you. Mm-hmm. Like. It, people look at my name and they see me sobbing and making out. So it's like two very personal things. That They're I like, this see. girl's, she's, I'm totally gonna make out with her. She's yeah. emotional. <laughs> she's she's got all also, those pets. But yeah, they, they, they know about the tax for me. I mean, that's a good thing. But the thing is, a lot of men are almost ashamed to watch the show or they don't want to admit they watch the show so when i go on dates with them they're like i have no idea what that show is like i've never seen it don't know who you are stop yeah and i'm like and you can kind of tell that they they know but they want to pretend they don't know and that creates like you know distrust in the beginning Mm -hmm. of a relationship Mm so i've kind of struggled with that a little bit that happens a lot if i say like back in the day or oh what show are you on i'd say you know her name and they're like i don't know who that is like oh yes you do yes yes you do you are lying like i don't care if you yeah. know, it's not, I'm not trying to get any brownie points or... Yeah. I uh, prefer when people say that they've seen me or like, oh, yeah, you were that crazy taxidermy girl. Like, I, Fantastic. I, Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. They can truly take the time to get to know you, who it is. Exactly. Right? Who you are as a person. I, I think it was so hard. I mean, I didn't date long, but after the show, but people do. Mm-hmm. They come and they meet you and they have this misconceived notion of who they think you are yes. from seeing you a lot. for a couple of minutes. Yeah. On a, I mean, I looked like a desperate woman and all I wanted was to be in love. You know, mm-hmm. like there's so much more to me than that. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's the hard part of it. Imagine this day and age. I wouldn't want, and The Bachelor is still like thriving it's so popular there's no way i would want to date this day and age you almost have to like live up to this character that you portrayed or you have to they just they feel like maybe they already have a connection with you without even having and then it's like it's like they're ahead of you yeah you know it's like i know nothing about this person and they have all this information so now we're like on this weird uneven tilted thing and yeah and in la especially it's really difficult to date because you think (gasps) there's ulterior motives like blah so i don't know it's yeah it's been a struggle but what is your perfect Guy, what are you looking for? Just someone who's curious and somebody who um, I love having uh, debates with people. So someone that can tell me that I'm wrong and can actually back it up 
Like, I like being challenged. Yeah, and that and family is extremely important to me, and my family is very picky. They disli- have disliked a lot of people that I've dated. So if you can get in with my family, like, extra brownie points. Yeah. They liked Joe, but they have seldom liked a lot of guys that I've dated. So All, All right. right. I wow. know. All right. I'm, like, so out of that Getting game, but I family. can only yeah. imagine. I think I'd have way too much fun on those apps. I mean, I played yeah. with my brother, my brother-in-law. Well, they're twins. My husband has identical twin. And when he was dating... Or he still is kind of so dating. many twins in this room. I know. I know. That's I what I know. said. It's like we gravitate but towards twins. I would yeah. play on his Tinder app. And I'm like, this is. F-. I was like addicted, and I, I was I was him, and yeah, I was swiping yeah. right, swiping left, and I was like, this no, and then I'd be pissed if someone didn't match with me. I'm like, it is kind and of he's addicting. Like, Jessica, it's mine. Like if you don't match, and I was like, but this person's great. Why am I not matching? <laughs> I was getting so aggravated. It's funny. and then I see why it's like a mind suck. Like yeah. I. I mm-hmm. I swear an hour went by and I was still just having a blast. And he was like, stop having conversations with these people, Jessica. And I, I'm like, I know. No, Lane, let me tell you, this girl, she photoshopped her photos. No, nope. <laughs> this one. No, nope. because guys don't see that. I would find yeah. it so hard, too, because I feel like you put your best foot forward. You're not going to like open that app and oh, be like, hey, I struggle with anxiety, but I'm a great time. Yeah. You know, like yeah. you're going to sell your like girls are taking shots with yeah. their boobs out. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> yeah, no, no, Lane. Nope. We're moving on. It's like, yeah. well, she looks fun. No, she's not. But it's also saying <laughs> bring her home. It, it, it's not really as personal as meeting someone in person. Like I prefer meeting someone in person Agreed. or through friends. Yeah. I have had boyfriends from dating apps, but it's also like the attention span is like if it doesn't work with one person, you're like no big deal. I can just keep swiping. And in LA, there's like so many like eye yeah. candy people that you know it's easy to get not get over somebody, but it's easy to move on or not be as heartbroken. Yeah, if someone doesn't, if someone ghosts you or it doesn't work out, so it's an I interesting re- culture. Yeah. I remember dating in my early years, and when things like kind of didn't like the ghosting, that was rude. Completely like, rude. I was shocked. Like, I'm like, I thought we had a great time. Like, what happened? And <laughs> yeah. Or I would have one. I remember this one guy so well. We went on a couple dates. We hit it off. It was great. But I wasn't really thinking anything of it. And then he called to break up with me. Two dates, by the way. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> oh. And he was so serious. So I had to act sad. I kind of had to act, act sad. sad. He's like, you know, I got back with my girlfriend. I didn't know how to tell you. And I was like, we went on two dates. But I, yeah. I, I was still like, let me not hurt this guy. I was like, okay, I'll be okay. And then I got <laughs> off the phone like, is this dating? Is this? I was like 19 or 20. And I was like, great. This is what I'm going to have to deal with. Uh, not knowing the boundary. And then one guy I was dating, and I had no idea I was dating him, like, as long as I was. And then I remember going on a date with someone else, because he never, I thought you had to have the talk or something. No, like, but- and he was like, I cannot believe you did this. I cannot. And, and, like, totally made me feel like the worst person ever. And I go, okay, what happened where you ask a person out or you court them and you say, yeah. hey, have that talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I had no idea, like, how it actually works. So I could not imagine now being advanced with all the dating apps and technology and social yeah. media and well, I didn't everyone's have dating that. a lot of people at the same time it seems because That's dating apps allow that to happen yes you have multiple different conversations you're not just talking to one person yeah you're like i matched with one person like that's cool this is my guy yes you know you're talking to a lot of different people you go on multiple different dates maybe second dates with multiple different people so it's like kind of like the bachelor in the real world <laughs> yeah and that's why going on the bachelor wasn't really that big of a deal because i was like this is just bringing forth what our culture now is with dating. It's so funny because I don't envy the dating nowadays, yeah. but think about it. I'm not really that much older. Yeah. You know, like 10 years. <laughs> but think about when I was on the show versus her, like you now, Kendall, right? Like mm-hmm. I was polar opposite. Like I am not a very good like multiple person dater. So yeah. being on The Bachelorette was really, really hard for me to try to manage different feelings for multiple people at a, at the same time. And here you are saying like, it's kind of like The Bachelor. It's totally easy. 
You just go on like second dates with like seven people. Like yeah. I could never do that. I don't envy dating nowadays at all. No, I mean I I Gosh, am. Gianna, very she's much. still in it. I know. <laughs> I'm just, but you, but with your age, like you guys are good at it. You're well, good at it. It's what you know. Yeah. I mean, I would say that like the beginning of day, I'm a very much like a monogamous relationship kind of person. Like I'm usually if I really like somebody, I want it to be just us. Yeah. To focus on that because I, I'm not about like because in The Bachelor it gets very serious with multiple different people. I think that's something that was that could be difficult. My experience was kind of different with that because when I was on Paradise, when I was really serious, it was only us with each other. Mm-hmm. We didn't really have mm-hmm. that. So yeah, it, at least in the beginning, it's I don't get as heartbroken if someone else is like, well, I'm talking to this person at the same time. Just as long as there's transparency. That's the only thing, just honesty. And Bachelor just Seems allowed... Seems so simple, isn't it? <laughs> it's really yeah, not it's that hard. Easier if you're listening, it's done. really not that hard. <clears throat> it it's is. It's been so fun. Today is actually the first day we've met in person. But it's, oh! been, it's been a really fun like to watch your journey. I feel so silly saying that, but <laughs> it's, it's true. true to see you yeah. come on to the show and to see how much you've grown and changed and to, to watch you date, right? Like as a viewer myself, like it's just, I'm happy to see how well you've done. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Congratulations on the book. Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, Kendall, before we go, can you let listeners know where they can find you, your Instagram, how to purchase this book? Um, I'm already really excited and I can't yeah, wait to drop down to some you, of my so answers. You guys right. I will. I will. Um, but I'll my Instagram is it's Kendall Long and the book's on Amazon. I also have a link on my Instagram for it as well. Perfect. Um, and then my website's kendallong.com if you want to get it from there. But it's pretty simple. Yeah. Right? Pretty, yeah. pretty simple. Kendall, thank you for coming on, being so honest. I'm I apologize for asking about the taxidermy, but I'm just an oh, outsider. No, hey, please do. And I think people you answer so many questions and I feel a little bit more knowledgeable about it. I will say that. I love the fact that your uh, substitute teacher was Deanna's <laughs> husband. I am so curious if he's gonna take out that Indiana Jones whip with his wife over here. Oh, he's got um, it. I am blushing. For all <laughs> the inside secrets and all the inside intel about the bachelor. I love to hear it. I know there's so many out there. Like you said, it's just such a thriving show. Mm-hmm. I hope some of you out there that had questions uh, Kendall answered or Deanna <laughs> well, we'll see <laughs> yes. and if there's more hey you guys could uh, follow us at I am Je- oh my gosh no it's you're changed out. my Instagram is at Jessica Hall oh I am. you got the official name she did she used to be an I am and then one day I was oh. looking for her and I was like where are you did you block me and I'm like are we not I'm friends here, anymore right? I am here <laughs> yeah so now she's Jessica Hall which is so fun um, yes. I am at Deanna Stag. you can message me if we didn't answer your questions and then I will message Kendall and then we could just still continue talking. There to you go. I can't answer yes. any of these questions. So you guys have Kendall and Tiana right here. Uh, go ahead and message them with the questions. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Flashbacks, and I'm Jessica Hall. I'm Deanna Stackett.